welcome to the Shiny View, designed for a happy life, engineered to last. The purpose of my podcast is to exemplify dreams and goals and how to achieve them through self-motivation and inspiration from others. There's a saying, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. Today's episode will be scratching the surface of the pain body. I've been reading this book titled A New Earth, written by Eckhart Tolle. My older sister read it years ago, and I'm finally getting around to reading it myself. There's actually a prequel, if you will, to this book titled The Power of Now. In that book, I was introduced to the term pain body. Throughout this episode, try to keep in mind that I only have these two books along with my own experiences backing me up. I am not a healthcare provider or professional. However, I'm only an advocate for a healthy state of mind. Let's get into it. What exactly is a pain body, you might ask? It's when memories or thoughts about the past take you over completely. I mean, it becomes you. It turns into a burden, um, it becomes problematic, and it becomes a part of your sense of self. Basically, the emotional thinking becomes self because it strengthens its identity. Almost everyone carries an energy field of old emotional pain. The remnants of that pain left behind by every strong negative emotion that is not fully faced, accepted, or let go of, actually join together and form an energy field that lives in the very cells of your body. It wants more and more pain. An example of someone allowing their pain body to take control usually comes in the form of manipulation, insecurity, and or jealousy, and depression. Your personality, which is conditioned by the past, becomes your prison because your memories are invested with a sense of self and your story becomes who you perceive yourself to be. Any emotionally painful experience can be used as food by the pain body. Like any other life form, it needs to feed, to take in new energy. It thrives on negative thinking as well as drama and relationships because it's addicted to unhappiness and needs energy that vibrates at a similar frequency. A happy, positive thought is indigestible to the pain body. It is not trying to hear about your happiness. It's not trying to see you smile. It's not trying to hear you laugh, all right? It's like, uh uh-uh, shut all of that down. So it's not so much is that you can't stop your train of thought, but it's more so that you do not want to. Honestly, when I hear people complaining about the same issue or a particular problem over and over, the only thought that comes to mind is that they like it. (laughs) They like it. Because to me, if they didn't, then why... Are they not at least putting up an effort to find an effective resolution, you know? Um, But most pain bodies want to 
both inflict the pain and suffer the pain. Like, what sense does that make? But if you're like me, then you'll be relieved to know that the pain body can be dissolved. After all, it's literally a choice where you can make a decision. Ego drives the pain body. An example would be if somebody asks, how could they do that to me? The pain body is then activated. Like, his eyes are open. Like, oh, let's go. So now here we go down a long road of creating and stirring up more negative thoughts. They can be either made up and some of them might even be true. But the point is that your ego was bruised and now you want vengeance. So this takes form in either you sulking and pleading for sympathy from anyone and everyone who has ears by repeating your story to them, or you're enraged and you point fingers at any and everybody who even slightly offends you. Whether that offender um, tried to offend you intentionally or not. The choice I was referring to when I said that the pain body can be dissolved is choosing to be in the present. The way to do that is by learning what your triggers are. Once you know those, then when those triggers occur, you will immediately see them for what they are and enter into a heightened state of alertness. You'll feel the pain body rising, but instead of granting it permission to take over, you opt not to identify with it. In order for the pain body to survive or even exist, we have to give life to it and nurture it. But it only has power if you identify with it. Being unconscious opens us up like portals. So that will give the pain body permission to pretend to be us. You know, so it'll run its course until it's pleased. And then when we come back into consciousness, we're left dazed and confused. Hence the phrase, I don't know what came over me. <laughs> the pain body needs your unconsciousness because it is a false self. It's not who you are. It also cannot tolerate the light of presence. Like I mentioned before, most people have a pain body, and I personally believe that the majority of people lead their entire lives being guided by it. But now that you're aware of it, you can disidentify with yours. You know the saying, um, what, how does it go? If you knew better, then you would do better. Yeah, that's where we at. That's where we at right here, okay? So you might ask, how long might it take to become free of your pain body? Well, that depends on how rigid you are with the meaning that you've given to things. The bigger your ego, the harder it will be. But the more you let go, the higher you raise your vibrations. Because remember that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. So in learning to break free of your pain body, you are the consciousness that has become conscious of itself. That concludes today's episode.
next episode will be part two to the pain body but i'll probably elaborate more on the ego and also on how to be present so if you like what you hear please follow subscribe like add request comment and share yeah all of that good stuff see you monday Thank you.